Blog Talk Radio. Shout out, man. You know, my with that all timers, man, you know, uh you hey, feel don't even play. Hey, look, look, don't even play like that. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm not I'm not even gonna play, you know, because my my grandmother had dementia and stuff like that, so I ain't gonna play with it. But but sometimes, you know, we the older we get, we get forgetful and stuff like that. But, no, no, but just you, just you. But but we wanna we wanna get them birthday shouts out to everybody. It's good to be in the land of the living. And uh Um, unfortunately, just like we got life, we got death, and uh, we at the Fat Cat Show want to send our condolences out to those who uh, lost uh, people. And I want to um, send uh, my condolences to uh, the Haygood and Pringle uh, family over the uh, loss of their brother and cousin and father, uh, Freddie, Freddie Pringle. Um, um, he passed away this uh, about two days ago, was it yesterday or today? One of them days, and um, he was older than me. We grew up. He was like a big cousin to me, and um, and I'm just sending my um, uh, condolences out to uh, Regina, uh, Jean, uh, all the uh, families that have been affected by his death. And uh, Freddie, rest in peace. Uh, you'll be missed, uh, because. So, um, with with that being said, man. Um, what what's been what's been popping with you, man? Good. I I've been just trying to um, stay cool. I don't have AC, so I just you know making those trips to the car, letting um, 
AC just blow on me from the car. Hey, hey, don't don't feel bad. I ain't got AC over here, but I got plenty of big fans and stuff like that over here. So it, it just, you know, but sometimes this this weather, man, it, it fluctuates to me. Kind of like at night, it get kind of cool, and then when the fans blow in, you know, I'm trying my best not to get sick. You know what I'm saying? With with the air and stuff blowing on you at night, that night air. And so that that's one of the things I'm trying to avoid, you know, just just being sick, you know. You still doing your six feet distance when you're out in public? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. A lady pissed me. Mm-hmm. A lady actually pissed me off today uh, because, like, uh, we was lining up at the uh, the grocery store. And so, you know me, I don't. Unless they, the person is at the back end of the, you know, about to get their groceries bagged up and put in their cart, I don't step up to the conveyor until, you know, they that far off. And so the lady was uh, far up to get her groceries bagged, bagged and put in her own cart. And I went up, to, the man told me, come on, you can unload your stuff. So I unloaded it. And so as I'm halfway point, the lady's still up there, and I'm halfway point. The person behind me came up to put to try to put her stuff up on the thing. And I was like, whoa, 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 you know? <laughs> like, wow. Some people, I guess, you know, some people f- feel safe, vaccinated, but I'm, I'm still waiting to see this thing out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to those who, who get vaccinated. I'm just... I just really don't feel safe with it just yet. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, th- I think, I don't know. You know, I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I just, I'm just not uh, too safe with it just yet. You know, I make sure my kids stay masked up and and all that, man. I just, I'm cautious of those when I'm in church. People that they get around me, I'm real cautious. So, hey, you feel safe yet? I know you just. Yeah, I feel better. I'd have been all man. I'd have been all out all downtown and restaurants. Wow. Okay. I know it's not. I know it's not the safest thing in the world, but. Yeah, yeah. It, but you know what? Hey, it. To eat, to each his own. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't knock nobody. I just, I just know how I want to, you know, keep myself and my family, you know, safe. But anyway, man, we. Uh, just stay safe out there. Do do how you feel to to keep safe. I'm not I'm not that person that that well I don't party. I really don't party. You know I don't drink or do none of that. So none of that is included for me. But but if you do, just still be safe because there's still COVID cases out here. You know. And that's for sure. So um, but I want to get into something that I, I saw on. Um, the news here in our very own state of Michigan. Um, did you get to see that that uh, the Asian man shot the six-year-old black kid? No, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we uh, we gonna watch this video right quick, and we're gonna get into the discussion of um, what happened. Amen. shot a little boy he walks free making bond on tuesday it has this family angry and confused and i'm trying to figure out how he got a bond that was so low for trying to kill my kids 
Arnold Daniel trying to figure out why Ryan Lee Wen is out of jail after allegedly shooting his son, Kobe. He thought he was a sledgehammer, but that's not going to work him too fast. So then what did he do? Got a gun. Boom. Shot me right here. It's all on video Saturday afternoon on Candlewood Lane. You'll see kids playing, hear a gunshot, then Kobe realizes he's hit. <laughs> Lee Wen allegedly fired through his front window. The bullet went in Kobe's arm and out the other side. You, hey, man, what do you think about that, man? I think he wouldn't have to worry about a bond. <laughs> he wouldn't have to worry about um, the making funeral arrangements because you will have to do that. Me being a father, I couldn't imagine waiting for the police to come get him. I would have to shoot him in the face. And, and not not only just, you know, uh, the nerve to shoot a six-year-old, he went after him with a sledgehammer. So he intended to kill the, the the boy and he and and gave him a low bond that's what kind of like really really took the cake for me like i I, i'm really not understanding you know just you know as i i say this more than any other race and people may look at me crazy but more than any other race man uh we as black men we have to protect our kids more than any other race ever to me because stuff like this is is happening i've never seen uh in in such a generation well since slavery that our kids are so much under attack you know what i'm saying uh we we uh they're under attack but now they have video for everybody else to see right okay I can remember when I was young, what's the girl named Natasha, that Tupac used to uh, yeah, yeah, about all the time. Yeah, yeah. Doing the Rodney King. Yeah. Yeah. We went to that Korean store. But you know, uh-huh. you, you know, you know what, what the real killer is to me too, is that, uh, we've been been under attack since the beginning of time. And then we went through we went through slavery, we went through the reconstruction period. Uh we got all these uh all this history of uh uh there was more than one Black Wall Street that happened where they you know, they've been doing that since we've been under reconstruction, since we uh we were building little self sufficient black towns for the longest, but the only one that they, they actually hid in history that we really recently found out about was Oklahoma. But until then, until then, you know, uh, we come to find out they had a lot of other little towns that destroyed. I read about like five or six different um, cities that they destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Black business owners that's flourishing. 
Yeah. They would develop and destroy. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was and it was it was recently too that I that I seen that right during the time when they still tricked uh when slaves are free and they still tricked us for another thirty years and let them work, that it was actually a, a free black man that that had his own farmland and, and store and he and he was flourishing and then some white slave owners got jealous and they went and hung him and hung him and took his land. And they, I mean, we, it's numerous stories like that. Oh, you know, like that. But I think the thing that stood out to me with black wall street was the military bombing their own people, you know, bombing our, our towns and cities, the military took part in it. So I don't think it's, it's ever, you know, a question of, uh, how America really hates uh, black people. And I don't really un- don't understand how uh, and a lot of people might get mad at me. I just don't understand how uh, any black can be patriotic. I, 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 don't, I really don't understand it. You know, I know my grandfather, it, during my grandfather in them days, they had to go to the military. You know, my grandfather and my wife's grandfather were drafted. But I really don't understand how any black man could be patriotic, you know, because like I said, it, more likely I have to, we have to teach our kids differently. And it's not fair to me. We got to teach our kids differently. Our kids sit up there and watch that. I, I remember when during the, um, during the George Floyd trial, my kids were asking a lot of questions. They were asking a lot of questions during that time. Like, daddy, they, this how it's really really is out here yes it is and, and it's and it's sad to me and and just for this man to even be able to get a bond and then you look at how they intentionally do us and i think like wallace brought up a couple of times like uh it's it's intentional to get us angry and in our feelings about certain things because you look at they went through they just went through this thing where Asians were being attacked, and they quickly passed a bill of of Asian harassment. They quickly passed that bill, but we've been victimized for so long, and ain't no bill passed. Mm-hmm. None, none. I, I and I, I really don't understand it. It, it. Just talking about it really angers me. You know what I'm saying? So I just I I, I don't get it. You know, uh, if anybody wants to um. Uh, call in and, and talk about this uh, subject that we own. That number is 646-564-9728. Press 1 if you uh, want to comment. I'll tell you one thing. If that man shot my kid, any of my kids, like I said, they'd be trying to, they'd be giving me a bond. Right, what's so crazy about the black community is like they can have um, white cops or cops of other races coming to the community and police us. Yeah. Um, with the the, um, the Arab uh, store owners, mm-hmm. they can make up a name and be around our kids. Sam Michael Tony. Yeah, yeah. Be around yeah. our kids. Nobody have, nobody will have prob- a problem with it. Right. They can eat and kill our kids. We still go to um, the stores. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's so crazy, uh, and and I heard, and you know what? 
And this is the reason why so many uh, mistakes with the justice system are made. Because from my understanding, this man wasn't even supposed to be out in the first place to make that, to go be able to go after that, that, that young baby. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't even supposed to be out because he had a list of uh, criminal offenses. Supposed to have been locked up. So in, in all the time, they do it. It's always, uh, you know, a victim that w- wasn't even supposed to be because they chose to, you know, make a mistake. How many times have you heard of um, them releasing somebody and they go out to kill or, or do something like that? And then we're dealing with a lot of mental uh, issues, people that are really... They put us in jail over um, child support. Right. Right. Summer will be gone because you're sitting in jail because of child support. And then after you get the felony for child support, now you can't get a job because you got a felony. Crazy, ain't it? Crazy. About the justice system is just not for us. It, 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 it's so crazy. My, one of my partners did, he did four months for child support. Four, four months. He probably don't even know if the baby is here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm not even gonna speak on it, but he did. But he did four months, man. And they, you know, it, it, it don't don't get in the rearage because they're gonna expect that money back. You know what I'm saying? Then all you do is, and, and people like that. And it wasn't even only one time he was locked up. He just kept because he couldn't find no job. He kept going in and out because he kept make no payment. So it's, it's definitely, you know, a, a, a trap for us. Friends of the court ain't friends of black people, black men. I'm just saying. And they they scared us into uh, wearing condoms. Now we can't reproduce. Oh, yeah. Everything is all planned out. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. You're scared to go up into a black woman without a condom. Right. But and now... Don't even have any offsprings. Crazy, huh? You you know what? I would have just loved to see the you know the reasoning behind the judge giving this man a low bond or anything, especially when a child was in danger. What made what made you think? You know the judge the judge probably said. So what did he do? Oh, uh, it was a black a black kid. Ah. Uh, I'll give him a $200. You, you know the, you know, you know the, you better be, you better be on your best, best behavior. You know, Don't go after him. <laughs> you know, you know, the main problem to me, the main problem to me is that we got lawmakers that are too, too old. We got lawmakers that are, that are too old. You got people that's making decisions for the country. I know they got people behind them pulling strings and stuff like that, but we got too many lawmakers that's 80, 70, you know, 70, 80 years old that's sitting back here looking, can't barely see, can't can't barely go make it to the bathroom, but they making decisions and laws. This is has it always been like that? All of all the time, and it it, it must it confuses me. I'm befuddled by that, man. Be fuddled. Be fuddled. 
know, <laughs> I can't spell it, but I can say it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I know what it means. But hey, it just it it got me. Got I was looking at, I was sitting up there looking at Biden the other day. Like, man, look at this dude. They don't even know what's going on down down low with what we deal with. They don't even know. Really don't. They, know they, don't, they just don't care. It's the difference. They don't care. And the quicker that people understand that they don't care about you, the, you know, that's when you'll start making changes. Right, 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 right. But when I say about like those store owners, it's no one the hell. They should be in our neighborhoods around our kids. We don't even know their damn name. Mm-hmm. We don't know what kind of history that they had in their country. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, you can you can you can be a, a mass murderer uh, in your in your country. Uh kidnapping kids, they, now you're in the black community, nobody cares. Right. Hey Sam, hey Michael. <laughs> right, right. You know what? It's it's similar to remember uh in the eighties when uh Fidel Castro dumped all those um refugees you know, sent them to America, put them on boats and just let them float on over here in the, in America. And we took them in and did, didn't know the history, didn't know nothing about them. And it's the same for any, any person. I, one thing that I, I kind of, and I hate to say this, that I kind of agree with Trump was, was closing the borders. I was, I was more in agreement with that because like I said, we seen I seen a lot of things where where even uh um like some people from Mexico would kill somebody over here and jump right over to towards the border. And we, we can't bring in with justice, can't do do nothing. You hear that all the time. People just fleeing to countries and you know, doing something over here and just fleeing back over to their country. And they might wait a couple of years, probably come over here under a different passport. We don't know who we neighbored with, you know. So neighbor with Sam Michael Tony, I told you. Yeah, so it's 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 just crazy. But anyway, I want to get into uh, our next topic, which is going to tie more into our our major topic today. Uh, Kwame Kilpatrick, man, the big Kwame Kilpatrick thing. Uh, um, uh, from politics to preaching, uh, how do you feel about the politics to preaching? Um, I, I, I have my feelings about it. I, I, I want to watch. We want to look at a quick video. Then I'm, I'm going to tell you my feelings about it. All right. So, okay. all right. Here we go. Uh oh, I get the I hit the wrong one. It was a sermon about second chances, about hope for a new future, and hundreds were here to hear it. I ain't trying to trick nobody, manipulate nobody. I ain't trying to cheat nobody. I ain't trying to do none of that. The light is on. The light is on. Look at me. This is me. Former Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick left Detroit in handcuffs with a 28-year prison sentence. Today, just seven years later, he's back. I want to thank you for praying for me. Introduced today as preacher Kwame Kilpatrick, a changed man. I've been on the floor in a solitary confinement cell, and I heard, come to your senses. Some have expressed skepticism at his transformation, but many at the historic Little Rock Baptist Church today 
believe. I believe that he met with God inside that prison. He had an encounter. He shared it. It touched my heart, and it touched the life of many other people. Well, to be honest with you, I've been in prison before for drunk driving, and a lot of the things he said about being in prison was to relate to me. Everybody deserves a second chance. He, he, did he do something wrong? Everybody has done something wrong. He acknowledged it, and he moved forward. I'm not letting death have reign over me. I'm not staying down in the pit. I'm not going to lay down and play dead for too long. You get you get the picture. Um, what do I think? What do I think? And don't hold this against me. I'm asking those who who really think uh, because I'm a minister. Uh, there's there's still a lot of things that I have to work on with myself, and I try not to be judgmental because. I, I really don't know the conversation that uh, Kwame had with God, um, if he did, or if, um, I, I, I'm, uh, I know the scripture says, uh, uh, judge not least ye may be judged, for the judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. So I try not to be uh, judgmental. I'm, be, I'm being careful, baby. But the, the thing that gets me, that I that I that I question is that the the repentance factor of of um, your conversion. Now, when you give your life to God, you become a new creature. Sure, sure that you know Corinthians five seventeen. You know, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he, he is a new creature. Uh, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I understand that, but it also says to restore what you destroy, restoration. So I look at it at that point of when he went in, he didn't, he didn't, you know, admit guilt. When he came out, he wasn't required to even, uh, you know, Admit to any guilt. So he had a... Let me ask you something, okay? Okay. Should he admit to guilt to you or to God? I think... Who are you? Wait, who, are, who are you? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Restoration. Restore. You owe, you, owe more than, you owe more than God because you did a lot of dirt that hurt a lot of people. He owes the city of Detroit and taxpayers an apology, but he don't think he don't think he did anything. That's the thing that that get that gets me. He don't think he 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 did anything. He he and he came out. He didn't even admit it in the sermon. Just like you know, but that's just the the part of me that kind of like really uh, looks at it and, and and just like you know, Lord, work on me. To have like total, you know, just just not to be judgmental about the situation, but he could have had a talk with God. But I know that God would would want him to restore. He said it because the scripture says if you if you if you see your brother if you had an ought against your brother you sinned against your brother, 
then you're supposed to restore him. You know what I don't like? Uh, I'm saying black people will forgive and give everybody else a second chance but another black person. But you know what? But I'm saying saying you could be right about restoring, but how do you know? Because he's on his path. He's on the the path that God put him on, right? Yeah. And nobody knows what timetable and what he's going to do to help make people that he hurt feel whole again. You know what I'm saying? But, but, But you know what? Yeah. And God can, God can work that out for him, and and I, and I don't doubt it. But the thing that 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 um, kind of like gets me is that you know, for just to begin humbly, you know, you could have if really God called you, why start at a big such a big church with media? Start, I'm talking about start because, because listen, listen, wait a minute. The media is what got him in trouble in the first place because he loved media, but, media yeah, attention. But if he, he would have started at a small church with no media, people would have still had a problem with that. So sometimes you get put in a situation, no matter what you do, people are going to find a problem with it. And you you will spend your time trying to prove that you're this kind of person. Or how much you didn't change. Let, let, let me, let you me. don't really you don't owe, you don't owe anybody in a explanation or an excuse for anything. Let me. Ask you don't have to talk to anybody. Good guy. You you you're right, but in the heart in Harvey, if you if your actions affected a lot of people, this is the thing that that gets me. His actions hurt a lot of people. His actions, see, I, I can sit up here and I can say, yeah, I'm pro-black, I'm, I'm, I'm this, I'm the youngest black mayor of this, that. I could do all that, but if my actions, if my actions, see, he, he, people say he did a lot for black people, but he victimized a lot of black people also that wasn't part of his group. Now, he took care of black people that were in, in his circle, but other black people and black businesses suffered because nepotism, because he kept the wealth within uh, his people. Now, he victimized a lot of people. Now, we can't just sit up here and act like like uh, Kwame was, you know, just this old pro-black black guy. And then we got we to gotta think of another thing, too. There's a young... There's a young man now growing up. I know he's a young adult right now. He's growing up without his mother. With no answers, with no real answers of, of what, you know, he might have had a hand in. With no answers. But that's all speculation, man. Uh-uh, I, I mean, if there was any proof, okay. he would have got charged. Okay. They gave the guy 28 years. But, but, but listen, I'm saying this because the thing is, what it proves is that if you're if you're a powerful person, then a lot of other things will be covered up. The only reason why Kwame wasn't 
they didn't really dig into it because a lot of other powerful people were at that party that quote unquote uh unsubstantiated party that that could have been proven really a lot of little cover-ups going on with that party. Let, let's get let's get back to what's going on now okay uh, okay he's a preacher and you disagree with him I, I'm not. Just I, I'm not. I'm, I, I just. If there was a time where you you would you had to earn your stripes in walking in somebody's pulpit, and a lot of it to me is a lot of propaganda. I could be wrong, but a lot of a lot of it for me is propaganda, and I can't speak on how uh, other people would choose to. Uh, react to this situation or how they do, you know, how they would do. But I know that you just can't, well, back in the day, you just couldn't just walk up in to anybody's pulpit. But today's climate of church is so different now because we were just talking about even at uh, a couple of years ago at Aretha Franklin's funeral, Farrakhan was up in the pulpit. Bill Clinton was up in the pulpit. There was a lot of people that didn't have no business being up in the pulpit that that we just allowed. And I'm a real stickler for that for that too because I don't just let anybody walk up in the pulpit in my church. I don't do that. You have to be very careful. You know what my um my pastor mentor told me. He told me this. He said and this was so wise. I just and I don't want to quote it wrong, but he said if you set your own clock wrong, then you deceive yourself. But if you set a public clock wrong, you deceive many. And and I and I took that because like I said, I take the sanctity of God in ministry so serious, man. And it's just, it's nothing to play with and he could and he could have a a transformation. It's not really up to me to to really, to really judge that because that that's up that's between him and God. But I do think that he owes the city of Detroit an apology. He owes the future uh, striving to be mayor, black mayors an apology. He he failed he failed in in that aspect of of doing what he did because in the beginning I was a big Kwame supporter. I voted for him. I was a big Kwame supporter. But when he got in here acting like, excuse my language, the typical nigga. Oh, stop. I'm, on, just, I'm, I'm just saying. When he hey, hey, bro. No, 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 no. I'm speaking. When I say, when I say nigga, I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about an ignorant person. When he got up here acting like like that, like I could do what I want to do because I could do it. And then we got people behind him, like, go ahead, Kwame, yay, you, you can do anything you want because you you taking care of us. That's what, that's what get me. I, I, I don't know. I have a a different view on everything. Okay, tell me, your, you, tell me your different view. I, I think that man went to prison. He lost years of his life, years that his kids can be with him. He lost his wife. Everything, about all this stuff was his fault. It ain't like it just happened to him for no reason. 
he like he lost everything. Come out, he 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 was he was doing preaching in prison. It ain't like he just walked out and that's his first time preaching. He was doing it in prison. Wait wait a minute. So so we we kind of went over a little bit. Let, uh, I want to go into um, our our topic for today, which ties in to the to the same thing. Our topic of uh, for today is should should second chances come with stipulations? Should second chances come with stipulations? See, we're talking about the same thing right now of of a person being able to, you know, just walk into something uh, a, a second chance with a clean slate, and and. And that's not the case for everybody, you know, t- the typical guy. That's not the same. They don't get the same kind of chances such as that. But like you said, hey, you know, he lost his he lost his wife. Yep, what's up, Will? He he lost his first wife. Yeah, he put her through some hell. He put her through some hell. I don't know what she did initially or nothing. His son suffered behind that. And I know he probably took care of that end of his of his thing, but the city of Detroit suffered. And like I said, future generations of young black guys sat up there and watched him. And, and, and he, and he failed. He failed. This is part of history. Now you failed. You took it. You had something, you had it right in your hand and you could have did something so miraculous. You could have, the city of Detroit would—he probably would have been mayor forever till he died, like Coleman Young. But, but you can't put a—you can't stop your life because of bad decisions that you made. I'm saying if you want to come back and pay the city back or the people that you wrong, it's no other, no better place to stand but the uh, the pulpit. I'm talking about because there you can you can actually make a change. You can make a change where a lot of these politicians ain't making a change. That's like saying the people that let the um, people, the kids uh, get sick and die in Flint because of the, the water. Should they go to prison? Are they forgiven? People ain't even talking about it no more. We didn't have money to, I mean, they didn't have money to fix it, but all of a sudden, when COVID happened, all of a sudden, you came up with all this money to get people stimulus checks not to work, right? Right. I'm telling you, that money could have easily been used to, you know, to help the, the people in Flint. Uh-huh. So, I'm, but we're, we're, I'm talking about we're so forgiving for everybody else. But we gonna get, we going to give each other a second chance. But let me get back on the topic. Second chances. I don't believe the second chances. Me. I'm not talking about the the Kwame Kilpatrick uh, situation. Why not? Because me, me and my daughter had the same conversation. We were talking about relationships with men. And I told her, when they don't work out, don't ever go backwards. Leave it alone. That's the lesson that I had to learn. But, but if it don't work out the first time, 
you can forgive somebody, but stay the hell away from me. You you know what? That that's weird because we all had to have a second chance. See, I don't. I I can say this. I believe in second chances, but I don't think. I think a second chance has to be earned. That's my problem. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. That's wait, 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 wait. That's my problem with Kwame. His second chance wasn't earned. It's, it's like, and it's people that you're nobody. Wait a minute. His second chance wasn't wasn't earned. It's like, it's to me, because he's a he's a leader, and he's he has an influence over. Because keep keep in mind, a lot of black parents are talking about this right now, and there's somebody, you know, with the talk going on, the conversation going on in in the, you know, in the homes. Some kid is sitting back, listening and watching, and they're gonna internalize this thing. And a lot of a lot of black parents don't even know the true significance of why they support him anyway. All they know is that all we know we got this culture of, of oh, because the white person got away with it, we should be able to get away with it too. We have this this culture instead of let's just be right. Let's just just let, let's do it right. I don't want to if if uh, let's say uh, um, Jeff opens up a tire shop. And uh, and Danny Boy over here opens up the same tire shop, but but I'm gonna support Jeff because he's black, but he's not giving me good service. He's not giving me. He's not showing customer, you know, customer good customer service or nothing. But I'm just gonna spend my money with him because he's black. We, so you just went on a whole other, uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying this to say to say how the culture is. We, we do that. We, 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 we look at it. We say we like. Oh, I just gotta go over here with black. No matter what he did. No matter what. You know, no matter what he did, because why? Are, are we talking about forgiveness or customer service? We, we, we well, it, it ties in. It, okay, it, it ties I'm, in. I'm just trying to follow you, that's all. Yeah, it, it ties in. Just open up your mind and look. But it's like, to me, that's that's the thing that gets me the most with with our culture. You know, a lot of people, they like, oh, they, they trying to, a lot of people were saying, oh, they just railroaded him. He did it. He put himself he in went that to, He went to prison. But, now you just we just had a we just had a guy beat a, a child and try to kill a child. Yeah, he's out. No, so that man went to prison. He he back in now. They arrested the dude. They put him back again. In. Yeah, they they revoked and put it back in because of the outcry. They got him. So and I, and I and I know things are not are not. But bad. I wonder I wonder if that store is gonna be back open. It'll be closed down for three days, then back up and running no, somebody else's name. This, this was actually at his home that he shot the child. Oh wow. This was actually in his home. That's that's the thing. See, we gotta get out of that that, that mind state of uh, 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 
Well, people got away with it. This race got away with it. So why can't we do it? So then nobody don't have to be right. So, so what you say we're in a problem? Huh? Would you say that black people is a problem? I, I don't, I'm saying our problem, that's our eternal problem, that we we keep comparing wrong for wrong with other races. Let's just do right. Let's at least do right by each other. Do right. That's all I'm saying. Do right by each other. That's all I'm saying. Just That's all you got to do is do right by each other. It's, it shouldn't be nothing wrong with that. You know, instead, we just, uh, in the minute that we, you know, uh, for example, I had a, um, I had a, when I had my my own house, and I had a plumbing issue in my bathroom with the tub, and I, I, I called a black plumber. He came over there, did a little stuff, and tried to charge me an arm and a leg out of, you know, just, just out of it, and I could have went. With another, where did you get the plumber from? The the um the internet. You get it from the internet, so you got somebody with no references. Period. You don't know about any other jobs he did for you to know that he's a good plumber, right? Do you even know that he gives um, good prices? So, who thought was that? But but I'm saying. When you try to do the right thing, but you still got to make the uh, yeah, yeah, but the right decision. But no, I'm just you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't get mad about bad decisions that you've made. No, no, I'm just saying that this is for the naysayers that always talk about, hey, you know, you 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 don't do you don't go black, you don't do this, you don't do. Going black don't mean. Go grab any person off the streets, not knowing if they give good prices or do good work. Come on, man. So that's what that's that's not going black. That's being an idiot. I'm I'm saying, see, you want to sit up here and act like you never you never ran into the same type problem. So don't don't even dick me around. I put myself in check after I did though. Yeah. I said, okay, you you want to get get somebody with no references, period. Who, we don't know what kind of who, who, he, who said he, he who said who said I didn't check his reference? Because I asked you where you got it from. You said the internet. The, the internet. He had he had the Better Business Bureau thing right on it. How many stars did he have, Tom? Five. Um, did he do good work? Hell no, no, he did good work, but he, he but he charged me, <laughs> but but he but he charged me. He he it went up, and, and it was something so, you know, that they, they kind of just got me like, wow, it wasn't even that. Then he wasn't even that much work that he did, but he was like, hey, out the but, but I I chose to go and support black, and then. But- how do you know the, the charge that he gave you was higher, too high? Because I called several other little, little uh, sure, places around. I'm sure you're making, you're making up stuff. No, after a while, I did. I called, I called, since he did it, like I said, I was in a hurry to kind of 
It was my fault because I was in a hurry to get the thing done. Yeah, it was your fault, right? Yeah, it was my fault. I, I, I knew it was your fault. But anyway, he didn't get a second chance with me. <laughs> but but anyway, but like I said, I believe in second chances. I do. I believe in second chances. I, I believe that, but I believe that the second chance has to come with a stipulation. And I think, too, like for for and, and this going back to Kwame, and I think right after he get through with with whatever he with, with whatever he's trying to accomplish, you know, because they said he can't practice such and such for a, law for a while, but he can run back for the the the, um, the mayor position. He, so you you think this is all the plays and. Um... I, I think he's going to the churches. They ain't gonna go right back into politics. I, 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 if, if I'm telling you, in the next ten years, if we still here, the next ten, ten to fifteen or whatever it is, Kwame gonna be mayor of Detroit because we got he's gonna be mayor of Detroit again because we got so many people that follow him, and they, and they just you know. And it just, it just weird. You didn't even hear when he, when he got locked up, when he got locked up, you didn't even hear, you didn't, you rarely heard people talk about Bobby Ferguson, you know, how he got railroaded. He was just doing what his boy wanted him to do, but you just heard Kwame, oh, this and this and that, then, but you didn't hear them group Bobby in there, Kwame and Bobby, they just said Kwame. You know, Bobby, what about him? He got railroaded just, just as well. But you didn't hear them say it. Then when Kwame got out, everybody started, uh, everybody forgot about Bobby. And then all of a sudden, you know, hey, what about me over here? What about me? I'm locked up too. So you think he should do it the whole 28 years? I'm not saying that. What you saying, man? What I'm saying is, I I think that things shouldn't be given back to him so easily. What did he get back? I I, I think, I, like I said, the 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 opportune chance. I think he has he should be able to earn everything back, earn everything back. But everything is lining up, and this is the problem when you deal with people with prestige and no prestigious people. They they're able to. They align themselves with certain things and be and are able to get things back so quick that that me and you would have to almost go a lifetime to earn back. And this because I don't think he would ever truly learn his lesson. I think it's set up for him to go right back and make the same mistake that he that he made before, or or something different. That, that's that's my problem with the situation, you know. I, I you know, I, I, I'm happy for him. Glad he out. I didn't think he needed to do do that 28 years, but I just think in his process when he first had power, I saw arrogance. Even when he was locked, when he got locked up, arrogance. He showed but it, arrogance shouldn't get you 28 years in prison, and that's what they gave him. He got pardoned by Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. But the man got 28 years in prison. That's enough to change anybody. That's why I think it's a, a real change with him because he, he, he thought he lost his life. 
let me say this. It takes a near-death experience for people let, to get it. But, but let me let me let me say this. That 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 pardon he got right. How much do you think? How much do you think? Uh, uh, who he knew played into it. A lot. Because let me tell you. Let me let me let me tell you. Wait a minute. If you would have went to prison for the same thing, nobody would have cared because you're nobody. Right. Let me let me tell let me tell you because to me. If it was real genuine, Bobby Ferguson would have got par- got pardoned right with him. They did. He he should have looked at that case and been like, "Oh, both of them got railroaded. Let me let me get both of." But it was who Kwame was and who he knew that got him. That got him. And the same thing who he was got him twenty eight years. It, it goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? Because because who he was got him twenty eight years in prison, which was unfair to sell. So let me let me let me ask you this: you 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 think you think uh, he doesn't owe the city of Detroit an apology? I did. Look, I didn't say if he owed him an apology or anything. I said this man got a second chance on life. That's what he got. Because he was supposed to get out of prison, he's like what, eighty-seven years old. That means life. He, the man thought he had lost his life. He lost his wife. He lost ten of his kids. He had nothing. They stripped that guy. He had nothing. And, and 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 that's that's the part I didn't agree with. I didn't want him destroyed. Really, didn't want him destroyed. <laughs> I'm talking about all that cockiness, all that other stuff. Being in solitary confinement can really humble you. That'll make you thank God. Because there's nobody else to talk to but God, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a hell of a plan. Oh, I'm going to go to prison for a few years, get out, become a preacher, then become my American. Come on. He have to be a maniac. You don't think it happens? No, no. You don't think it happens? I think... You ask me what I think, I'm trying to tell you. I think the man went to prison. And he, he really found God. That's what I think he did. He found God. He didn't have him before. Maybe if he would have did a year of prison, he probably would have been on some old slick stuff. He don't even sound the same. He don't. That sound like one of his typical. None. That sound like one of his typical, <laughs> typical speeches. Listen, listen here, listen here. Remember, re- remember. I, I'm just gonna be, and I hate to do this because it's bringing up past stuff. What he said in the pulpit reminds me of what he said years ago. I swear before my God, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't cheat on my wife. I didn't do these allegations that they said I did, and all of that. But he did. You know what? I wish uh, somebody that's listened to the show that's been to prison will call the show. 
I'm talking about when you get stripped and taken away from everything taken away from you. Somebody telling you when to go to sleep, telling you when to wake up, putting you into a solitary confinement. You, you, I'm talking about it's nothing more humbling. But but then again, than that. but then again, like I said, you you're right because but I don't think that that the normal person that goes through that that went to prison would 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 have dealt with the same issues or coming back to the same thing that Kwame done came back to. They, they wasn't the well, main well, person. Well, 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 you think he should suffer? Huh? He should come back to living in his mama house in the basement, right? No, no, no. I I I just I just think. Uh, when you when you real humble to me when you real humble uh well I can't tell him how to how to you know how to do it. I can only speak for this is how I would have did it myself. My sincerity would have been shown by hey I don't want no media. I don't want none of this none of this around me. God called me I just wanna, I just wanna really preach the word of God. Now, if somebody would have came here and caught, caught wind or something like that, then, then okay, that would have been that. But hey, but then again, like I said, I'm not Kwame Kilpatrick. But anyway, we wanna, we wanna thank everybody. What's up, Wallace? We wanna thank everybody for uh, tuning in to the Fat Catch Show. Um, like I said, uh, second chances are different from uh, each, each, you know, everybody's individual. I think um, uh, power and prestige uh, could, could uh, give you a better chance of a second chance. And I think the average Joe, man, he just he, he struggles with, with second chances. I, I know uh, plenty of people that are, that are not Kwame Kilpatrick. That, that are still dealing years of dealing with years of trying to get second chances, you know. I know people personally, like family, uh, relatives and stuff that have that have been to prison and are still uh, 10 to 15 years into trying to get their life life right. And most of the times um, you're not going to be able to get a fair shake unless you make your own way and build your own business or something like that to give yourself that second. So, um, with that being said, like I said, y'all be safe out there. Remember, COVID is still relevant out here. And so, protect yourself. You know, I don't care. You know, if somebody sees, make sure you run to the hill. If somebody cough, run to the hill. You know, uh, still practice your, your distancing because like you said, you said before you don't know where a person been or what they dealing with so you got anything man no everybody have a nice safe night it's cool baby it's cool baby so y'all y'all be safe out there see your wallet see you uh will and the mean queen we up out of here hey